Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. It's Alana and Radha, and we're back here with the Galactic Goddess Roundtable, <laughs> here to do a little deprogramming and shine some light in the darkness. We are going to be sharing some information, some insights on the current events of the world and all the different people that we've learned from um, through YouTube or an event that we've attended, somebody who's on the path of ascension and their spirituality is uh, woven into their purpose and what they do here and just sharing a little bit of what we learned. That way we can deprogram the mind and get out of the chaos and out of division. So welcome, Radha. Thank, Thank you for letting me introduce us today uh, on this Galactic Goddess podcast. So, so happy to be with you again, Alana. I'm here in Prague and you're in LA and it's so cool that we, we get to connect like this. And this is a very important conversation. You know, we don't, we don't plan these conversations. We just let them flow because there's a lot coming through right now. I think where, you know, about, about where we are going to refocus, you know, refocusing our energy. We just had the eclipse. So it's, it was pretty explosive energy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's a lot of explosive energy in the world right now. And so uh, it's it's good to tune in and just tune into the energy and see what's coming up for um, to be shined in the light. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, um, there are things that you know, the we're seeing in the world today. And we were just discussing um, before we hopped on how important it is to stay balanced and at peace through mm -hmm. these times of like severe chaos. Because, <laughs> um, you know, it is very holy and it's, um, we're being faced with the time of learning how to stay grounded and calm. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean like, pretending that what's going on in the world isn't happening. Yeah. But what the great teachers are all saying is that this is not the time to be divided. Yes. There's so many things trying to pull us apart. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it, it could take us out of balance. It takes us out of like the peace and the connection, the connectedness of being human and having the human experience, you know, whether it's the AI is trying to pull us in or, or the, these wars that are going on uh and you know it's it, it, people not might feel this way if they're out where the war is happening but mm -hmm. where you are just because there's chaos happening in the world doesn't mean that we can't bring a little bit of heaven on earth mm -hmm. within us and to like reflect constantly on our behavior and why we think and do the things that we do yeah so that's just i'm just kind of regurgitating what i've been learning from these great teachers that i tune into uh, but yeah, so tell me a little or tell everybody else what you have came across through your time and travel in Avalon and yeah. going to this amazing event you went to and uh, in Prague now <laughs> traveling. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I went to the Portal of Ascension event in Avalon and did we did some book signing events and um, the whole purpose of that was to bring more, you know, consciousness 
through different different people as as channels of the divine in certain ways and um the feeling i had being there was so so loving you know like people really want peace they want connection they want to there there there's this like hunger for evolution and our consciousness and it's like we are all aware there's so much more that we all want to expand on and to learn about and you know we're like these little kindergartners that are like okay can we learn more you know and um and it's time it's time for us to start remembering who we are and everything that is happening in this world is really in a way trying to make us forget make us go back into amnesia make us lose our consciousness make us lose our vibration and you know once like being there my vibration went so high and everything that i've been doing so far and meeting people has mostly all been really high vibe you know people are wanting they want more joy in their life you know and um and even the simple things people want just simple happiness you know being at the park and and this the Prague parks are so beautiful and people just lay down their blanket and have a picnic and it's the simple things in life and i think that's you know it's it, those things are precious like we we need to come back to simplicity in in many ways because um the truth is we we're on an evolutionary path and there's a lot of chaos that's manufactured but um i remember sri sri who is a he was a great indian guru of his time and he's long past but he said that this this would be the time when there would be so much chaos on earth a time of of unease disease a time uh where you can easily you know like fall off sides and a time where a lot of temptation a lot of um like mental kind of issues are are on the rise and it's because this is the time where we are being asked to come into our into our into our vessel you know embodied with our soul and anchoring back into our embodiment um finding practices that are grounding and and alana what do you say what do you do to practice and to get into your alignment and your groundedness um i can definitely share some of that when you said so many great things and you mentioned uh the end of your your presentation you mentioned something about what was the the person's name that predicted these things oh shri shri nanamorti oh, okay um also your your great grandfather, Don Pedro. Don Pedro, yes, he's my ancestor. Don Pedro, I'm on my mother. Yes, he also said something similar, right? I remember you sharing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, so there's been a lot, and that was like the thing that got us going on this conversation today is about the fact that many great people and teachers have shared something that's so profound about what's happening in the world right now, mm -hmm. and. 
and that something is trying to stop us from our ascension uh, of us reaching internal peace, yes. like internal balance, um, wholeness, um, that high risk gamos of like our inner union of ourself, like everything's trying to pull us apart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, there's so much more that to do to reach higher consciousness, but this is just one way. And so things that I do, well, I do a lot of reflecting. I do a lot of reflecting and I think it takes a good cry mm-hmm. to really see things um, that hurt and deal and like feel them and deal with them. Um, so I think that's it, it's part of meditation, right? Mm-hmm. Just that time you get to sit with yourself and reflect on the things that we do, what makes us tick and what makes us do the things we do. But that reflection um, it's the sacred mirror, the sacred waters, cleansing ourselves, like remembering, you know, we're, we're human and this is a human experience. And, um, you know, we can also move our feet and dance and sing. Um, I guess all of those hippie things, right? <laughs> uh, but there's something to it. There's something to um, but we all have different life paths. See, we have to also look at that. Like whatever your design is, whatever your path is, um, I think that there's a way it all weaves together when we're just flowing and doing good and we're trying to do good yeah. in whatever way it is. You know, if we're just, that's the work of God. That's the work of the divine, you know, trying to correct itself. Mm. The, you know, they call it what is uh, John Lamlash called this Sophia's correction, mm. um, trying to correct itself because, um, like you said, that it's all a game. It's like a mental illness, right? There's a mental thing going on because the universe is mental, and if the mind is of the all is not properly functioning, mm-hmm. because we're all like collectively co-creating and just so unaware, unconscious of it. Mm-hmm. I know I might be getting off topic. <laughs> um, the, yeah, so. The the mental illness too is uh, perpetuated by a few things, quite a few things, but one of them is the high frequencies that are coming in and, um, you know, the, the, like the energy is coming off of the sun, you know, all, all of that, all of that plasma coming in to our bodies, it activates DNA. But if people aren't grounded in a certain way or have a um, kind of a practice or just a a practice of peace, it doesn't even have to be any other practice, a practice of contemplation. Um, Now, it kind of like triggers all of the goopy goop stuff that we have in us too, the dark stuff the dormant, the dormant darkness too. And also like the dormant entities. Okay. So we're seeing a lot of entities and people that are really activating and they're and they're kind of volatile and we're like, what is going on? Why is this happening? Because there, do you is- have any, um, do you have any samples or examples of someone that has an entity or like how they can spot it? Yeah, or how they yeah, yeah. like the, the symptoms of having that um so if so if you know 
Okay, everybody can get an entity. I've I've had entities before. Um, you know, they when you're not yeah, the implants also create the entity or they they go together. Um, but the thing is being aware and, and this is this is not fear mongering, like, hey, you know what? These these entities exist and they can really uh wreak havoc on your on your health, on your mental well-being. Um, they can wreak havoc in your relationships because they, they are usually addicts of some kind. And so they are, they, they need to be fed. They need a thrill. They need the violence. They need the louche. You know what I mean? So if there's like these imbalanced behaviors that are, uh, kind of dark and nefarious, then you probably have an entity, um, you know, yeah. people that are in abusive abusers, you know, they, they're filled with entities and they're, they're, the person is just a kind of harboring. Um, and they really know how to mess with your mind. Oh, oh yeah. They kind of, so they can actually you. your, your thoughts. So, you know, you have your thoughts. They're very organic. You don't think about your thoughts. They're just there, but then the entities can actually replicate it that that patterning and they they know how to blend with you and so you're like okay so something very innocent like oh i just need a pizza i just need to eat a whole pizza right now um you know like sometimes the entities it's kind of like the seven sins you know like they like the gluttony they like the the drugs the alcohol the you know the miscreant behaviors and they feed off of the chaos that is, you know, harmful, they feed Absolutely. The pain. Mm -hmm. and so they need to keep creating it over and over again so they can feed off of it. And so how do you, how do you, you know, you know, a lot about entities, like, what would you say about somebody that thinks they have an entity? Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I think it goes back to that reflection. If you're looking at your reflection and you're seeing a lot of behaviors that don't are not congruent with your values like deeply that's that's how you know you have like some type of, of some type of possession or entity as well you know um because what you know you're destroying your root values you know your holy innocence yeah. anything like that where you're it's destroying your soul like it eats away at you um but also there's things that people do that they think they're doing the right thing and mm -hmm. they're doing bad things um, or heart hurtful things. So, I mean, really it's like a, yeah, if we're looking at the, a game of good versus evil, like mm -hmm. are your behaviors actually like serving mm -hmm. or are they taking? Yeah. Are they, um, are they taking lies? Are they taking, or um, are they doing shady things? Are they, I mean, because, you know, the path of ascension and the path of enlightenment, the path of consciousness, the path of reaching heaven on earth is all about, you know, like trying ways to remove the, the, the weight off of your heart. Mm -hmm. Because whether or not you did something like it's going to weigh on your heart eventually. So that's why my aunt, my aunt, uh -huh. the goddess, my aunt, um, she's the goddess of the you know, when you go to the underworld after you die, if she weighs your heart and it's mm. heavy, if it's not as light as a feather, then you have to come back and do it all again. 
at -hmm. some level or you're just not ready. You know, some people enjoy that ride of like just doing crazy things, you know, and then they come back and usually because they have entities and entities can come. Yeah. Um, our lifetime different timelines so absolutely generational curses are a thing they're real and you know if your family if your bloodline did something really bad um or they did blood oaths or they did sacrificing whatever it is like there is um an energetic connection to that and mm-hmm. so you if you're break if you're trying to break those curses and break those things because you know you're in chains mm-hmm. um in debt to a system that's not serving your highest good then you know until you break that pattern which is all patterns right and deprogramming which is why we even do these conversations um is to get find ways to get out of those broken chaotic patterns Mm -hmm. and hypnosis can help right hypnosis any type of healing work writing um affirmation (laughs) affirmations getting together with other people that can also help uplift you and not feeding into your depressions and your, um, what was me stories mm-hmm. because, um, we have to keep moving forward. Yes. Yes. It is so important. It is. I think it's very important to flush out the woe is me stories and, and flush them out for the purpose of um being like okay where can i identify this belief and then work through clearing the beliefs but you have to you have to really be able to sort of look at your your consciousness as as it's coming up so it's very interesting like sometimes if um some something you know something's happening that doesn't feel good something chaotic and you know, um, th- those are actually really important moments to start tracking because it's in the moments like right now we're really chill. But what about those moments where like something chaotic is happening? Um, we we can track though. We can track them. So there's no right or, or wrongs like we learn actually from real time, real time, you know, real time helps us to see how that that energy is emerging and um it's a very it's almost very shamanic how we can start to track these energies and know that they don't have to have ownership over us and that we we sometimes we have to acknowledge it so that we can clear it and we have to feel sometimes to heal and I think that's really important too, but then we don't want to, that's not the, that's not the base point that we want to stay in. You know, we want to come back into our, um, you know, regulated self and self-regulation is, is really something I think we should talk about because, um, you know, who is really actually taught how to (laughs) self-regulate, you know, like we don't learn that growing up like we many of us had chaotic childhoods or you know we've all experienced different things and um and so our nervous systems are kind of primed for for trauma and chaos and so how do we counter that and to bring ourselves back into ourselves when you know that spinning energy comes um 
something I like to do is like tapping. Like if I start to get some anxiety because the energies around me are kind of off, I, I like to tap on my chest and just take some deep breaths. Even I don't care if I'm in, in public because nobody really actually cares about what you're doing. Like, you know, like you can, you can just take your moment and just take a deep breath and kind of just tap on your chest, the thymus, it really kind of calms you down if you're in a situation or you're just getting some anxiety from watching the news, you know, uh, turn that news off for a minute and just uh, step outside and just take a deep breath and just start tapping on your thymus. And you'll be surprised how that, even that small action can start to Kind of self that kind of self-regulate you, you know, as as one one of the many, many, many tools. I love all of that. And you're and you're an amazing hypnotherapist and healer. So what what uh self-regulating tools would you suggest? Um hmm. I like to pull out a deck of cards or a mantra. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when you're a mom, you don't really have the same, like um, the timing to do those things. Like it's not always available. Mm -hmm. uh, you have to like really carve it out. And a lot of it comes with me is like the unwinding at the end of the night. And um, when he takes a nap, I actually do sit down for a few minutes mm. and yeah, I mean, we go for walks, um, you know, because it's so easy to get caught up in all the things you have to do with the day when you're a stay-at-home mom. Like, this is just my experience. You get caught up with the day and doing all these things, and um, you forget to play. Mm -hmm. Playing is, like, super important, and um, the life gets really busy and sooner or later that kid's going to grow up and be bigger. <laughs> so yeah, for me, it's like, I don't have the opportunity to always meditate, mm -hmm. but when I do, it's like really powerful and profound. Yeah. Because I'm usually meditating on how to be a better mother, like how to be more present and um, not let the wars going on <laughs> make me think that the world is going to end. Mm -hmm. because I can't believe that I have a child coming yeah and if I know the power of the mind which I do because of the hypnotherapist thing right um then we know that we can shape our reality and that everybody is contributing to that yeah we might we might not be aware that we are but that's what co-creating is exactly. and we are even our thoughts like it's since the beginning of time and it's so out of the control now that it takes a lot of willpower and a lot of magic and a lot of like, you know, um, truly wanting to be on that vibration to start, you know, to do better. <laughs> um, so yeah, that power of the mind is everything. It and is important to yeah, we can self wallow and we can beat ourselves up for things that have happened or pretend that we don't see red flags when we're around certain people and make decisions that are probably not the best for us, but it's because we usually ignored something that we felt. Like I said, that root value. 
Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So it's interesting because I feel, I really feel, um, you know, working with so many people over the years and my own experiences of having a traumatic kind of chaotic childhood, I understand that a lot of people's, you know, their, their base, like nervous system is like kind of wired for that. And so what happens is, uh, you know, there's an addiction, there's actually an addiction to fear. Okay. So there's an addiction to the, oh my gosh, what if this, oh my goodness, what if that there's an addiction to, to creating kind of this sensation of, of more trauma. There's some adrenaline in that there's some, um, that that's how a lot of people have experienced their life at some point, possibly not everybody. Um, but you know, I think that this world really perpetuates that, uh, addiction, that addiction of, of fear, addiction of trauma, addiction of the worst. And it's really important to remember, like, you know, we are co-creators. We are manifestors. We are able to, um, raise vibrations in, we have this, we have this power and that's what makes us so, so amazing is we actually do have these amazing powers that are God given. For example, there were studies where in certain places in the world, they would have people, a certain amount of people meditating and they would do it regularly and every day. And they would watch um, they did studies and they found that the crime levels in that those areas actually went down. Okay. So what, what that is, is the morphogenic field that is really being um, amplified of peace. And so if you don't think that you can make a difference and that you're completely powerless, that's just not true. It's just very, very, very vital right now that you be very discerning about whom you are spending your time with. What kind of energies are they bringing? Are they bringing peace? Are they bringing chaos? Are they bringing pain? Are they bringing healing? What are you co-creating? Because it's the people, and especially in our very close relationships that we spend time with, that we're we're creating a morphogenic field with we're co-creating we're co-creating whether we know it or not and therefore it's so wonderful to be with people who aren't about the that all the drama you know that aren't about um creating more the ones that can see the bigger picture like yeah it's truly the bigger picture oh, it's just like yeah the wise ones <laughs> The wise ones. That's it. The wise ones hang out with the wise the sages mm-hmm. because that's where, that's where you're going to be co-creating no your- doom and gloom. No, no, no doom, doom and gloom. gloom. Also. Yeah. Like this, we have to also start being, but wait, really- let's be, let's be clear. We definitely know and believe that there's doom and gloom. Oh yeah. But that's when you have, that's when you're first waking up first, you wake up and you're like, Oh shit, all these things are happening and you're pissed off and you're, 
you know, you're looking up chemtrails and you're like, oh. <laughs> looking up what the, you know, the poisons in the water and all these crazy <laughs> things, but the aliens, oh my God, you know, everybody just had a great awakening because of COVID and being home and yeah. the internet and they probably saw some crazy. <laughs> exactly. But the, the cool thing is, um, I remember what I was even saying now. <laughs> well, what happens if we can all start <laughs> to kind of meditate together or, or if we have an intention together, because when two or more people come together with an intention, it's amplified. It's amplified. Exactly. <laughs> and so something I've also been really kind of looking at is, um, I, this may be totally off topic, but it's just something that has been present in my reality is really thinking about like- We are the queens of off topic. Yeah, off so topic. <laughs> is like is like in the sense of like um narcissism in the sense of it being a depleting depleting right so like when you're around narcissistic people and i mean you know first of all let's just i actually want to talk to you about that like narcissism because it is it's not just about looking it's, it has really not even about looking in the mirror it's like way more than that it's like this energy or entity that has really taken somebody over it's it's pretty demonic actually and it's also very vampiric and so we're dealing with um like it's very important to understand that not everybody may have the same heart as you do. And that's something that I've really had to learn is like, wow, people wow, yes, don't that was profound. Have the same heart. And I couldn't, I could not understand this. So I'm still actually kind of learning about it and understanding this because out of self-love and self-preservation, it's been really important for me to, to be protective and to be discerning, but still keep an open heart. But I'm just not like, I've been very like, okay, you're disturbing my, you're really disturbing my consciousness. Like, I know that you're trying to feed off of me, like quite literally, like my energy and creating chaos. And so I'm just going to, I've just been cutting off anything that is like that because that's very parasitical. And, and if we want wholeness, we can't have parasites, you know, we can't afford to have parasitical people that choose to be parasites energetically, you know? Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. This is deep stuff. <laughs> it's deep, but it's so important to talk about because if we don't talk about it, if we don't bring it up, people go through life and, you know, a lot of good empaths get battered, you know, energetically, they get battered because people with really beautiful hearts get trampled on and you, you, they think what's wrong with me? Why am I, why am I getting hurt all the time? And it's, it has to go back to the patterning of, of certain childhood things that were set up so you get addicted to or you get familiar as the word programming yeah so you get pro all the programming all the trauma off of energetically and so that's a patterning that i've dealt with 
since my childhood. And I've had to really kind of take a, take a real magnifying glass and see how that is in my relationships. And, um, and it's been brutal, you know, because it's been brutal, but it's also been liberating and I can see the space opening up when I am really putting, and when I'm like, no, I'm just, I'm not even, I'm not entertaining any of that, you know, um, it's powerful. So, so this also has to do with the war within. That's why I'm bringing it up, even though it's off topic, it's kind of like roundabout <laughs> because the war within, because when we are in those kind of dynamics, um, it creates a war within us. And that war within us is we're actually creating a morphogenic field of war outside of us too. And if we really truly want peace on this earth, we're going to have to do the heavy lifting within and kind of really be really honest, like not just kind of halfway honest, but super honest with ourselves about, about what's going on and what creates this, what is creating these, um, imbalances, dynamics, these dynamics that push pull these, um, what's keeping our heart like constantly feeling broken and, and how can we take our energy back and repair our own selves because we are so amazing as humans we can actually repair our our hearts energetically we can repair our minds if we choose to you know we can repair ourselves by releasing entities because they drain us you know there are so many things we can do and that's why um I always, I also say, I also talk about the darker stuff because we have to look at the dark so we can know how to bring more light, you know, bring that light in. We want to take more light into our physical vessel, into our cells, into our DNA, into our bodies. We want to take that plasma light in, you know, I'm, I'm currently getting plasma light therapy at the moment. And, um, it's so powerful. It actually heals and re regenerates your body. So, um, we want that vital life force energy to come through us and to start permeating us. And so many of us aren't actually used to, or we don't even know what that feels like. So part of the, um, deprogramming is, is like, we got to deprogram out all these things that are like parasitical to us so we can start to thrive. That sounds like a great place to maybe close our conversation. Because mm -hmm. um, that was like really, really wrapped up. Do the work, friends. Do the work. It's called the great work for a reason. Exactly. And it's, it's not easy. And even when you do ayahuasca and you do some type of plant medicine or whatever it is, this is all work. We come here to transmute, to dissolve. Yeah. You know, these are the uh, alchemical, the, the alchemical um, transmutation. We have to like literally become like a butterfly, right? We have to transform into the next version of ourselves for the better yes so with that being said like i'm just super grateful to have you to talk to at this level and just kind of flow and 
be authentically us. So <laughs> until next time. Much love and blessings to all of you. Bye for now.